I'm Tony Silvera and I welcome you to my evening devotional. Tonight I'm concluding this series that I've been talking to you about uh, dark valleys. And we talked about, about many dark valleys tonight. I'd like to talk about Sodom and Gomorrah or Sodoma and Gomorrah according to different uh, translations. These were two cities uh, that uh, were destroyed and we know a little bit about these two cities. We know they were located in a fertile uh, valley that uh, today uh, people uh, that study history think it's at the bottom of the Dead Sea. So um, quite a change. Uh, it's a, a place of complete destruction. But let me mention in the New Testament a passage uh, in which uh, Jude talks about Sodom and Gomorrah and it's, it's in uh, Jude chapter 1 and uh, verse 7 that says, as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in a similar manner to these, having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. So the scene of um, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah um, uh, was sexual immorality and uh, lack of hospitality too. And there's uh, many different things we can see in scripture that happen in those um, valley cities. Uh, but the New Testament gives us uh, some other clues. And uh, Peter wrote about it also in Second uh, Peter chapter 2, verse 6 to 8. And it says, And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemn them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward will live ungodly and delivered righteous. Lot, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked, for that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing the lawless deeds. Uh, so Lot uh, was uh, a man that lived there. Who was Lot? Lot was the nephew of Abraham and he made uh, different uh, poor choices as I see it, uh, though uh, here uh, we see in the New Testament that he's considered a righteous man. But he lived in a place of pride and pride is a fountain of many sins because it effectively is saying, I want, I want, I will have it regardless of what God says or the cost to someone else because I'm better than they and I deserve it. That's what uh, pride is. And uh, Lot chose to live in a place of pride with his family. Uh, as I told you, he was the nephew of uh, uh, Abraham, grandson of Terah, son of Haran. Uh, and he, he chose uh, near the Jordan River uh, where he will settle, where he will live. So he had um, uh, an argument, a dispute with Abraham. And, uh, and so um, Abraham told him, choose what side you want to leave, and he chose that one. So he was living in this place by his own choice with his family. And Sodom was very wicked. 
And although uh, Lot was counted, as we read in Second Peter, as a righteous man, he allowed uh, his family to become entrenched in the city and its culture. And when God uh, decided to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah and the other cedars of the plain, there was a, a other, two other big cities, in, he, in his grace, God sent uh, two angels to rescue uh, Lot uh, from the, this, that destruction that was about to come. Uh, so, and, and what I would like you to uh, uh, take in mind is that the poor choices of Lot, when uh, uh, this happened, just to make the story short, uh, uh, Lot identified those men as angels, as uh, being sent by God, but the men of the city that were uh, homosexual, they wanted to uh, break into his house to rape uh, the, those men. And uh, Lot, again, another poor choice, he, he tells th th those folks, well, don't, don't rape these men, uh, here's my daughters, take my daughters instead. So he uh, made poor choice after poor choice, but God was still merciful to rescue him. And um, as they fled, um, we see in scripture that uh, even though they were escaping that uh, situation, Lot's wife looked back and they were instructed not to look back and she was transformed into a pillar of salt, so she died there. So Lot escaped, we don't know what happened, uh, much of what happened next, but it's a terrible situation. Though he was uh, rescued, and uh, much of uh, Lot's life, as I told you, is a picture of greed and the negative influence of a sinful environment. Lot knew God, but even though he knew God, instead of living with uh, Abraham, he chose to live in Sodom and Gomorrah. And Lot's story illustrates how God is merciful and how he is willing to save us when we're in a valley like Sodom and Gomorrah. Maybe the city you live in, it's Sin City. And there's places that uh, even have that name. Uh, like Las Vegas, uh, Montreal, Paris, they, they are declared by the population as godless and uh, uh, without God and uh, sinless. Uh, uh, we may uh, live in these places by choice or being sent by God. If you have a choice, well, it's up to you. You cannot complain about the place where you live in. If God sent you, well, do the work of God and learn how to live in the city. But something I need to tell you. One day, we know that God is going to bring destruction to the world as we know it. God is going to rebuild society. God is going to rebuild uh, the, the human community. And uh, in, in scripture, it's called new heaven and new earth. And uh, that's a given fact, it's going to happen. But uh, while you are here, you need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit to get out when God tells you. And uh, there's warnings, prophetic warnings of Jesus about uh, the end times. We need to be in tune, know what happens in Israel, listen to prophets, listen to men of God, and be ready to exit as God will send His angels to pick us up. 
Jesus is about to come. It doesn't matter how sinful is the place where you live in. If you're there, God still looks at the place with mercy. And even though he may destroy it, uh, ultimately, he will rescue you. It seems to me that the way a lot uh, reacted uh, to sin in his city uh, was a mix of adaptation, but scripture says that he kept his righteousness. So he was seen by God as worthy to be rescued, as worthy uh, to be saved. And um, uh, if we uh, compare this to our days, uh, we live in a society that um, promotes sin, glorifies sin, uh, tells about uh, church and uh, things of God, uh, tells us that those are not good. Um, in fact, they're calling it hate speech now. And they call their sin as good, uh, evil good and good as evil. So there's a, a mix of uh, values. And we have to live in, uh, in this environment. But just as Lot was able to keep his righteousness, even though the, there was a culture of rape, um, of uh, different sexual scenes, and I'm not condemning uh, any scene uh, of this world, it's not my role, but I'm just telling you things as they are, as it is. Um, we live in a sinful society. And, uh, but just as Lot was able uh, to uh, survive and God was merciful, God said, I'm going to save uh, Lot and his family. He sends um, uh, angels to, to do the rescue. And uh, in the last minute, just before that uh, destruction, uh, we can compare it with a nuclear uh, bomb. It's, it's the same type of destruction, even worse than that. The cities were literally wiped out uh, in fire and uh, you couldn't even look back uh, because we know that Lot's wife uh, ended up um, uh, being uh, transformed into a pillar of salt, so she was petrified by the, um, the, 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 the wreckage. And, and, uh, but God, in the last minute, saved Lot. And you need to believe that God is with you. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world, if it's a pandemic, if it's a war, if you live in a high crime uh, area, God is on the rescue and you just keep your righteousness and God will uh, uh, cause you to exit that dark valley. Oui, allô, bonjour. Uh, je veux un café moyen, un grand bay, uh, pike, deux crèmes et un stevia. C'est tout. Merci. It's uh, rather hard uh, to keep our righteousness in an unrighteous society. When uh, sin abounds, however, uh, Scripture says that the grace of God uh, hyper or super abounds. So we can count on the grace of God not only to survive uh, the circumstances of our environment, but to keep our righteousness. 
And we know that a uh, hundred years ago, righteousness had uh, a meaning. Uh, centuries ago, uh, godliness had another meaning. And today we need to uh, keep God and a godly life in a sinful world. And uh, it, it, it demands uh, some skills from you and me. Hi. Hello. How are you? Very good. How are you? Bye-bye. Until next time. So we adapt to the world, but we're not of the world. So we cannot adopt the values of this world. We need to be able to keep our holiness and to keep our righteousness. This also because it says those who endure their righteousness to the end shall be saved. And uh, uh, it's not because the whole world is going to hell that we're going to follow the world. We follow Christ. Uh, so, so in this world, as you cross the valley of sin, the valley, the same valley situation as Sodom, Gomorrah, and the other cities around, you need to keep your righteousness by reading the Word of God, knowing what's right, praying to God and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you and to guide you. Lot's values were messed up. Why do I say this? I will never ever give my daughter to a, a, a crowd, to a mob, to be raped, to be gang raped. Uh, listen, I will never do this, but Lot was willing to do so. Uh, well, there's uh, different explanations why he did it, uh, but at the end, it shows that something uh, is off, something is, uh, is wrong. But he was so used to that uh, sexual deprivation, to that sexual immorality, that probably he, he had his uh, uh, values like cauterized, his conscience was cauterized, and he was just willing to do an awful uh, choice, an awful act. But God came to the rescue. He didn't have to do it, and at the end, he was saved, he was rescued. God sees who you are, God sees everything about you, and uh, even though you live in a world corrupted by sin, He will forgive you, He will bless you, and He will restore your life, bring you out of the valley. This was my evening devotional uh, for tonight, uh, and this concludes my series on dark valleys. Uh, if you're crossing through a dark valley, don't stay there. God has still the best for you. It's the weekend, I'll do a short pause, and I'll be back on Monday at 9 p.m. for another evening devotional. God bless you.